Hi, Rod Sloan here, and welcome to the May 2010 edition of Moving Voices, the official podcast of the Professional Speakers Association of the United Kingdom and Ireland. Now, this month, we have a wonderful interview with you. I was lucky enough to sit down with Richard McCann after the recent spring convention in London, and I tapped into Richard and see what he's doing. Richard's probably got one of the fastest growing speaking businesses in the UK. You owe it to yourself, speaker, to listen to what Richard is doing. How can you model his success? So that's one thing I want you to do. But in the meantime, whether you're a fellow of the PSA, a member, a candidate, or just a guest, please get across to our website, professionalspeakersassociation.co.uk, and there you will see a list of our meetings and our events that are taking place at our chapters and our national events. It's in the centre there of our website. I'm looking at it right now, and I encourage you, if you consider yourself to be a serious a professional speaker, then get along to those events and network with the people who are making lots of money, making a lot of success in this business. And if you're ever along in London, I hope to see you there. Now, you've been waiting long enough. Let's go across to Richard McCann. I sat down with Richard in the restaurant of the Ambassador's Hotel. And so the occasional siren you hear is not somebody coming along to arrest me or Richard, but it's just the busy chattel of London Town. Let's listen to Richard McCann. Okay, so I'm, I'm sat here with Richard McCann. Hello, Richard. Good afternoon, Rod. Good afternoon to you. Now, most of you remember Richard from our convention last year. First of all, how was that for you, speaking to a group of professional speakers? Was that easy, daunting? How did you find that? It was daunting. I was absolutely terrified. I don't know if it showed on stage, but I was very nervous, I have to say. But I think a few minutes into the talk, I relaxed and, and uh, started to enjoy it. And uh, by the end, I was thoroughly enjoying it. And uh, yes, uh, but it's one I won't forget in a hurry. Okay. Now, you're probably known as one of the busiest speakers in the UK. You're known as having a very full diary. How has it grown to be like that? Can you share with us your model as how you've grown your business? Well, I think, the, I think the reason I've become so busy, if I'm honest with you, Rod, is because I, I began speaking in schools three years ago. Not many speakers do speak in schools. Um, because I was first, when I was first starting out, I just thought, well, there's an opportunity. Um, I'll try that. And I didn't realise how much money was in there, but when I realised how well it went down and the impact that I had within that young audience, I just thought, well, this works, keep, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, in the schools market in particular the way that I grew that, the way that I ended up speaking to 30,000 students last year, is I, my model was, if I spoke at School X, over there at the outside of the city, I'd find out, I'd research, what were the, the local schools in the area, and I would ring them up prior to my engagement, and I would invite them along. So they could see me in action, they could see the impact that I had with the young people, and they would book me. And now I, don't, I no longer do that, because I'm booked up so far in advance that it doesn't make sense to do that. I have to, we have to turn people down now. Okay. With regards to the corporate or the adult market, because I, I don't just speak to corporate, sometimes it's a social care arena, that's just been word of mouth, to be honest with you. And I've not really marketed it that much. I don't market at all. Um, it's just been word of mouth. Often I would speak in a school or a college, and the father or the, the mother of one of the students um, is, hears from their child uh, what they heard, and they'll contact me and ask me to go speak for their organisation. And, and that's how that's grown as well. Okay. And how different is your speech 
for the adult market compared to the, the school's market? Is it the same speech, or is it how, how do you tailor that? I mean, I, I always use my story, my, my overcoming the adversity as a, as a vehicle to, 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 to deliver the message. If I'm in schools, I have to say, I mean, to engage a young person, you're going to have to have a lot more fun than you would when you're speaking to a group of accountants. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I kind of come down to their level, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll just, I'll talk, I'll, I'll have much more fun with them than I would an adult market. Within the adult market, there's the kind of two strands for me. There's the, there's the adult market, like a sales team, for example, who I will have fun with them. Um, but if I speak to, like, the social care arena, social workers or people that work with uh, young people who've been in care for example because that's another big market for me I wouldn't be having so much fun with them because that's a very serious topic and okay. uh, so it's, it's, for adults it's the two okay. different strands Do you just want to share with our listeners both in the UK and internationally what your story is because it's quite fascinating and very different to what most people have heard what's special or what, what's unique about you why you can deliver your story Richard? Well I think for those of for listeners that don't know my story, when I was five year old, my mother was tragically murdered by uh, a serial killer who uh, ran the world, much the UK, was known as the Yorkshire Ripper. I think that's my unique uh, selling point, or whatever you want to call it. And I think the difference with, with, with my story, or with because of other people that have had family members murdered, the difference is with me, it was a massive media story, and still is today. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, when I if I ring somebody up or email somebody, they, they kind of know about a bit of my mm. story already. So that's oh, for me, it's been a bit of a gift, really. Yeah. And how much of that is in your keynote? If your keynote is half an hour or forty minutes, how much is that? Of what happened to you when you were five? And well, I, I typically spend five, five, five or so minutes talking about my early life and mm-hmm. leading up to the death of my mum, and and predominantly my stories about the impact that it had on me. I've actually just uh, started developing what I do and, and altering it so there's there's hardly any of the dark stuff mm. uh, and more about the lessons rather than me s- stood there just telling the story and peppering it with inspirational what Warren Evans says uh, bumper stickers rather than just saying focus on the positive the, my new presentation there's more about focusing on the positive and how we focus and why we should and, and more dialogue about that so it's more of stepping out of the story rather than just standing there telling the story which is what I did in the beginning so you know, that's a very powerful and um, catches our imagination, that story. How have you changed how you've told over the years? If I came and saw you today, how different would you have been if I'd seen you three or four years ago? Rod, if you would have seen me four or five years ago, I mean, I, I spoke at the, the, my local PSA chapter in the North East 2006. I was given 30 minutes. I took 40. Uh, there was no take-homes. I was a nervous wreck. I more or less stood still. I looked at the floor. And in fact, I'm really glad that I captured that on video because I'm actually going to be able to show that video at my uh, my new I Can Speak trainer boot camps, speaker trainer boot camps. I'm showing them how I was four years ago and how I am today. And the biggest difference for me is I'm using the. I think I'm. There are certain scenes within my story where I will act them out. I will act out the scenes. Um, I will get into character. There will be more take-homes now, and I will look them in the eye. It's just a completely different experience compared to four years ago. So what I'd like to do now is just look at your business model. Obviously, you speak in schools. I know you've written a book as well, a best-selling book. What else do you do? To What are the revenue streams you have in your business? Well, to begin with, I just told my story. That was it. I did, I did a keynote. And, and now, within education, I'll do a presentation uh, followed by a workshop. Uh, or I'll... Well, we have a whole package. There's, there's various options they can choose, which I've learned through the PSA. I give, give them a, a broad spectrum. Sometimes I'll speak to the students, followed by a workshop, and then they can possibly speak to the staff at the end of the day too. So there's, there's, there's ways of earning more money out of an engagement. Um, 
and we and this new I can speak uh, speaker trainer boot camp um, is a new revenue stream for me. We've got our first in, uh, engagement up in Leeds uh, in a few weeks' time. There's 92 people booked on it, which is fantastic. Okay. That's, that is good. That's excellent. Well done. And how you marketed that? How have you got the word out about at the I Can Speak Bootcamp? I've just social media. So I've not printed anything out other than the one that you've got in your, copy, in your hand, which is a photocopy. I sent it out through LinkedIn, through Facebook and through Twitter. And, uh, and also on my own mailing list too. Okay. Do you do anything special on Twitter or Facebook? Do you have special groups or fan pages that, that you've exploited? On, not on Twitter, no. Mm-hmm. I've not got any fan. I've got a fan page on Facebook. Okay. I've got, I mean, I've got five thousand mem- uh, followers on Facebook. I've reached the capacity, mm-hmm. and um, I've got a special group for young people uh, with a bit of fun involved. There's five thousand on that. So, uh, but I'll have to say that the people coming to this, uh, the I Can Speak event, are all adults and uh, and all people at the very on the first run of the speaking ladder. Okay. So, if you wanted to find more out about Richard McCann, where would we go online, Richard? Where's the best place to find? more about you well it's richardmccann.co.uk or icanspeak.co.uk or icanspeak.co.uk okay Richard thank you very much for your time today thank you Ron